everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly, the show where I hijack the question for the week to ask you, Lynn, why is it hard to order stuff online nowadays? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're telling me how, like, well, there, there's a bunch of stuff that you want to buy, but it all ships from China, and there's, like, a whole bunch of stuff happening at the port okay, and like there's yeah. this long chain yeah, of events yeah, I so i want to start know, at the beginning of it and say why is it hard like why do you find you have so much trouble ordering stuff online nowadays okay well so recently whenever i would buy stuff i would make sure that it ships actually from somewhere within the united states and not from overseas because we recently or just last year we're still dealing with it right now, but last year was the start of it where we had uh, the LA port or the Long Beach port. It was so congested with cargo ships that it was causing the air quality in LA to be so polluted that it was not safe to breathe. Mm-hmm. And because of that reason, I've been avoiding buying stuff from overseas. And also, like... Because it wouldn't get here in a reasonable amount of time. It would not, and it would sit... Probably at the port forever until we deal with the, you know, emptying out the port. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that that's the problem. And so uh, follow up question. Why is the port so backed up? So the port was backed up mainly because COVID happened mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, not enough workers, not enough, uh, I guess, resources to, you know, help deal with that. But also mainly because of COVID, everyone is uh, confined at home. And instead of going out, spending money on vacations and stuff, people are shopping online and for stuff for their homes. So they said the majority of the shipments that are, you know, coming from overseas are all are furniture related or mm-hmm. household related big, big sized items yeah stuff mm-hmm. and stuff that wouldn't go on a plane right i i mean i guess it could if you're willing to pay the the shipping fee mm-hmm. i guess but i think cargo is the the easiest right because they can get a lot more in mm-hmm. right and so, they're not going to put individual orders on cargo like generally it's the store that you're buying from that will order their bulk via cargo Maybe. So, like, if you order from, say, and I'm making this up, but uh, Pier 1 Imports, for instance, like, they will ship you something, but to get the stuff that they're shipping to you, they need to bring it in and uh, have it in stock. And they put in big orders, and those all come via cargo. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, so that that's part of the reason, because everyone is now spending money and buying stuff, so it's all coming from overseas. And because of that, and also because of, like, labor issues, people aren't getting vaccinated, and, you know, just not enough people to work. Mm -hmm. And with Omicron going crazy right now, they said the the workforce has depleted, like, by 10% as well. Mm -hmm. In addition to them still trying to fix the the last year's uh, port issue, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's even worse now. Uh, it's, it's gone, it's gotten better because they have, uh, dealt with, like, the majority of the problem last year, but they're still dealing with the aftermath of it as well. Mm-hmm. So, the problem right now is that there's, a, there's over a hundred containers, empty containers sitting at the port that has nowhere to go. And in order for a truck driver to pick up 
a, a loaded container, they need to drop off an empty container, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the empty container is taking up all the spaces at the port where they don't have space to take in any more empty containers to offload mm-hmm. the full containers. And in all, in all, also in order for a truck driver to empty a container to offload their empty one, that that container has to match the shipment line, the container that they're, they're picking up. Meaning, like the color coordinate has to match. You can't just drop off this container and then pick up a random one Mm -hmm. it kind of often you work for like a shipment line Mm -hmm. and you drop off that container for that company you pick up another one from that company Mm -hmm. you can't just mix it so every every company basically picked a color for themselves pretty much and uh just like team colors they try not to have them be too similar to others yeah and that's how they keep track of it because no one's just gonna make off with your container they don't yeah <laughs> that doesn't happen so so let's get onto the container afterwards but right mm-hmm. now the problem at the port is that like i said there's too many empty containers we're not able to offload them so they're last last year in october the the city of la or whoever put in sort of like a a rule that uh people who like if it's pretty much a loitering fee, I guess. A dwelling fee is what it is on the carrier themselves. If they stayed for too long, then there's going to be a fee that they have to pay. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of... But it hasn't been... It's been announced, but they didn't really implement the rule yet. Mm-hmm. And I think they're trying to make it so that there's an incentive. They're trying to create an incentive where uh, these ship cargo ships coming in they're hoping that these people will pick up all of the empty containers that way they don't have to pay mm-hmm. because if you leave your stuff here you're gonna have to pay because you're taking up all the space and they're hoping that this would help with that process so that people you know when you offload stuff take all your containers back don't mm-hmm. just leave it here i imagine it's also a side effect of like early covid where a ton of new shipments came in Mm -hmm. but there were no containers to take back with those ships Uh so those ships left with less containers than they came with um and as a result of that now there's too many containers so even if you tell the ship to take it the ship is packed with empty containers and therefore they don't know what to do with the excess Mm -hmm. and they can't do anything they need to bring in an empty ship just to take containers, yeah. which is a problem that the shipping companies probably never had to deal with. Yeah. Because there's always like a steady supply of like, oh, I came here last time, so I'm just going to pick up what I dropped off last time, if you think of it that way, right? Yeah, so so there's a huge issue going on. And also another thing is that, uh, so because of... The- because of these uh, rules, rulings that they put in, the air quality has gone a lot better too. And mm-hmm. they also make it so that any... Con- any sh- uh, carrier that is leaving their destination before they can arrive here they have to put sort of like put their name on a waiting list Mm -hmm. and then they they have an arrival date that's set for them kind of thing right exactly so like within 72 hours of them arriving they cannot cross this sort of like boundary of where they call it the safety and air quality area Mm -hmm. so if it's not your time to come you cannot come near this area because that's what's causing our air quality to be so unhealthy Mm -hmm. right it's just ships that are parked yeah so what they're saying so if it's not your time to come to the port to offload your stuff you cannot come near it so because of this 
shipments are taking longer to cross the Pacific Ocean, and a lot of ships are just loitering out there mm -hmm. until it's their time to come in to the port. Mm -hmm. So that's helped a lot. But yeah, because of that, like things are taking months to even mm -hmm. get to to here, you know. And because of this, a lot of uh, also because of this issue, a lot of uh, people who are shipping stuff to like LA port or whatever will then withdraw and ship somewhere else. Like instead of coming to LA or Cal or Los Angeles, they would go to New York instead. And because of that, like the cost of shipment is now like keep going increasing, up yeah. increasing increasing and it's not going down and because of that people have to raise their price so it's getting mm -hmm. more and more expensive just to buy stuff mm -hmm. which yeah. it makes sense like it should it, it should cost a lot of money for them to ferry your stuff around the world like mm -hmm. it should encourage you to buy something closer to home uh but unfortunately if closer to home means they ship it from china all the way around the united states to new york and then it gets shipped from new york to california then that's a, a whole nother problem that's starting right? yeah yeah um, i wonder if they should put a rule in place where ships that are coming into la can only be up to 80 percent capacity or whatever so that way when they leave they can take more containers than what they came with mm -hmm. just to offset the the empty stuff yeah i, I wonder know. if that would probably help because then they can go through stuff a lot quicker um, and there's less backlogs because the trucks don't have to wait and yada, 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 you know, yeah. drain the problem rather than limit the in and the input. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like this falls on like the the people that are, you know, in charge of the, yeah. the thing as well. Right. Like the other side, it has nothing to do with L.A., right? Well, it's with L.A., but like the, the people coming in, the they, people come, they in order to, to sign to off, that. they have to comply to that because L.A. can just say, nope, go back. Right. Um, and that's going to be like a chaotic Because if they don't comply, thing. because if they do comply to that, they're losing so much money because now they're only they able to, to send two ships two for, ships instead to of one. cover the, the mm -hmm. rest of the but stuff. But at this point, they're going to need to send an empty ship anyways just to take all the empty containers. Well, we so. don't know. We don't know. If you limit it to 80 for a bunch of ships, then you can take 20% more back with you, you know, mm -hmm. unless China's having the same problem and they don't want the empty containers, you know. Yeah, that's a whole so, other issue. So what's funny was the 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 news article that I read. It was really funny because they're like, oh, with Omicron going crazy right now, they're sort of saying like with the Omicron outbreak in China, hopefully that will be enough to you know slow down to slow down. Oh, that's, that's horrible. To slow down the the imports into the U.S. and mm -hmm. then that way ca we can catch up a little bit. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a cynical take. <laughs> But at the same time, I think, uh, well, actually, like, besides all of this issue, like, I think the, the deep down is that we don't have the uh, the a good infrastructure and a good system to help deal with Kate, things like this when it does happen, you know? Mm -hmm. Because they were, ta in the article, they were talking about how a lot of the stuff, it was only until last year that they became, they, they digitalized everything, all the records. So then up until now, nothing was really digitalized, meaning like they didn't have like accurate, up to date, up to the moment records of things coming in and out. Mm -hmm. you know? Because they didn't need to. Because they didn't need to. They weren't to. forced and, to do it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they're saying like just having that like infrastructure in place, it's going to take years and it's going to cost a lot of money to start just going digital and everything. And also 
To, I don't think it'll take years. To, but also to build an infrastructure where everything is automated. Yeah. Currently, it's not. And mm-hmm. that would cost lots of money. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah. So, you said you were going to talk more about the containers. So, what's 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 the hubbub about the containers? Oh, yeah. So, so every container... There are, like, certain colors of containers mean certain things. Uh So that's why... So it's not just the company where it's from. It's more than that. So a lot of the time, it is the company and their logo, and that's their color. So that's how you recognize them. Like, Walmart has a giant blue. Mm -hmm. You know, Amazon has the freaking swoof face, right? yeah. But, like, uh, the majority of the time, it is that case. But also... Uh, there is also another thing where they use color to distinguish the different shipping lines, mm-hmm. right? So different carriers have their own color, and based on these color, you'll know, oh, which shipment line it's coming from, right? Mm-hmm. And also, depending on the company, they have their specific color that they only use that color. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, uh, leasing companies, companies that lease out containers, tend to have brown or maroon colors. Mm-hmm. And these containers are more uh in a way like more precious because they can sell those off as well and then you have also like the um, the white ones where uh the white ones are like a one-time use or like not a one-time use but like a one direction one trip one trip use so often uh and those tend to be newer as well and when it's going one way they can then use that to sell it off to people who want it or use it for a Mm short-term period so it's and, the most expensive container. It's brand new. Basically. Yeah. And the white ones uh, are also, you know, because like dark colors, dark things absorb light more and white or Reflects brighter it. colors reflect light more. So then the white ones tends to be for like cooler or ice things. Mm-hmm. And you, Preserved goods, fruits, Yeah, so think because, you know, the temperature increases on the yeah. inside of the container. Especially when you're on an ocean for three weeks and it's... Yeah. Hot. <laughs> yeah. So the sun does not go behind any sort of mountains or anything. Maybe you get clouds. Maybe you don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then, different colors of the containers help regulate the the temperature inside as well. Mm-hmm. So that's important. And then different. Uh, besides that, like the rest of the the colors are just based on their company how they want to be identified. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, like in order for a truck driver to offload something it needs to match that company that they're picking up for you mm-hmm. know so and they sort so in a way the color is used as like an identification process as well mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool so you know how when we met you were playing a lot of tetris i always imagined that i was that people who play a lot of tetris would love the job at the port where and they get what? to operate the giant crane that moves <laughs> Because you see underneath you, like, operating this crane, because yeah. you are on top of it. So you, like, navigate, you see, you look, like, down between your legs, and you're like, okay, I want that one. And you release the crane to go pick it up, and then, <laughs> or to, like, position it and put it on a on yeah. a ship. And it, it looks like it's probably really tough work. Like, if you make one mistake, you've caused, like, tens of millions of dollars of damage in one go. And everything um, will So fall. the stakes are high. Uh, but if you if you're good at it, then it seems like it, it's a it's like a a commend worthy like uh, me telling people oh I make apps for a living is like eh who cares but like I move the the shipment containers that's like actual skill involved I'm like mind blown anyways mad props <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that's all 
That's all for me, too. <laughs> Unless you have any other questions. Nope. You're so food coma. Yeah. From five days ago. Yeah. Which is two hours ago from our time. <laughs> Anyways, bye. Bye.